everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. Sadly, we are rounding out with day three of our Restless Devotion Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. And also, if you missed day one and day two, you need to go back. So pause here, go back, especially day two. Day two, Tori popped. Let me tell you, she popped off everyone. I'm not just saying that to like praise her, praise God, you know, that the Holy Spirit moved inside of what she was sharing. Um, wow. It hit me in the teeth. So <laughs> it really did. It hit me in the teeth a couple of times. Anyways, oh, okay. <laughs> the scripture is Mark chapter two, verses 23 through 28. And it says this, one Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples began breaking off heads of grain to eat. But the Pharisees said to Jesus, look, why are they breaking the law by harvesting grain on the Sabbath? Jesus said to them, haven't you ever read in scripture what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God and broke the law by, by eating the sacred loaves of bread that only the priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. So the son of man is Lord even over the Sabbath. The devotional says this, yesterday we saw how Jesus reframed the idea of Sabbath as a gift to be enjoyed rather than a law to be obeyed. So if Sabbath was, in the words of Jesus, made for man, the question becomes, what does man need? As we saw in the first day of this plan, we need an antidote to restlessness Namely, regularly exchanging life-sucking things for life-giving things, practicing thankfulness and reminding ourselves of how Jesus' work on the cross frees us from the pressure to work ourselves into the ground. How and when we go about doing these things is going to look different from person to person. With Jesus as the new covenant, we are no longer locked into a particular day of the week to rest from our restlessness. You can Sabbath or rest every night after you lay your kids down for bed or on an annual summer vacation or as a tradition would have it on a set day of each week. My family and I embrace the gift of Sabbath-like rest every Sunday when we attempt to only do things that are life-giving and try as best we can to cease all striving and productivity. For us, that looks like staying off our phones, eating our favorite foods, spending more time in God's word, and enjoying time with our closest family and friends. But the most restful thing for me is that for one day, we intentionally suspend any productive conversation. That means no talking out ideas for my next book, no planning our next vacation, and no discussing calendars for the upcoming week. Mm. For one day, as best as we can, we simply rest and appreciate the good things, work, and people God has given us, not striving for anything more. As my wife and I began to practice Sabbath a few years ago, it quickly became clear why Jesus said the Sabbath is for man and not the other way around. The Sabbath is an opportunity to rest from the restless pressure of the world to constantly be accomplishing, solving, entertaining, spending, posting, and doing. 
It is a day to look at our life, our work, and the cross and say with great contentment, this is enough. This type of rest doesn't come easy for me, not even close. But the more I practice these regular breaks, the less restless and anxious I become. If you're restless like us, I'd encourage you to hear Jesus telling you that Sabbath-like rest is for you. It is no longer a legalistic command. It is a gift that is more relevant today than ever before. And I pray that you will embrace it. Your turn. <laughs> Tori is tears streaming down her face. My goodness. No, I, I also feel this. I, If you don't mind, I would love to... Like, first off, I'll, I don't want to ignore that moment. I don't want to push it away of telling your spirit and telling your mind that you don't have to keep striving. Receive Christ and and rest in the work that he's already accomplished on your behalf. Mm-hmm. And then then you work and do things from peace and from contentment, not for those things. Um, and I would love to just practically share a few things that I've spoken about with my friends. You know, I have friends at Sabbath on Tuesday afternoons. From 2 p.m. until 10 p.m., that's their Sabbath. And that's what works for their family. They have four kids, and so that's just kind of what works. And I think it's important for you, no matter your life stage, um, whether you're in college, you're a young professional, you're married, or you have a bunch of kids. You know, who knows what it, what that looks like for you? But you should actually try to figure out what this should look like for you. Mm-hmm. And we have some friends who have a handful of kids, and they actually do all their Sabbath prep on Friday night, because, you know, for parents, it can look very difficult where it's like, oh, now I have to entertain kids all day. That doesn't feel like rest to me. Mm-hmm. And so they will actually find windows and pockets where, like, say, the wife will go out in the morning to have some quiet wrestle time while the dad has the kids and then they pass off. So it's all about making it work for you. And if that means that you're not looking to be cooking and cleaning a bunch of dishes, then you buy some paper plates and you meal prep the night before so that on that day you can truly rest. So it's really about getting it to work for you and understanding all the benefits that come along with Sabbath rather than being afraid to pick a grain in a field because you're breaking the law and commandment. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I just want to reiterate what he said. It's so easy to, I think the first time we ever practiced Sabbath, I was way legalistic about it. I was like, well, I can't do anything. I can't check my phone. I can't like, I don't know. I just It's like she was trying to achieve Sabbath. Yeah, exactly. And so I think getting back to that place of, I love what he said, like as we're Sabbathing, not having productive conversation, like that's yeah. so difficult. Like I we're feel guilty like, of that. Yeah. I feel like we so do that even when we're resting, like we'll talk about different ideas or different work stuff. And it's like to instead be like the only thing that we're going to allow to happen today is life giving activity and praise and over and over again, say, this is enough. Like what Jesus did on the cross is enough for me and everything else is just a bonus and we're going to work with excellence and we're going to serve the best that we can every day that God has called us to do that while we're here on earth, but we're going to do it from a place of what Jesus did on the cross is enough and everything else is a bonus Mm -hmm. and just continually like saying that like what Jesus did on the cross is enough for me. And so everything else is just a bonus. Amen. You ready to pray sent out? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for Sabbath. We thank you for what Jesus did on the cross. 
We thank you that we get to pray. We thank you that we get to enter your throne room with thanksgiving and with praise. Father, I pray that you would um, bring clarity to what Sabbath should look like in this season of our life for those that are single, those that are dating, engaged, newly married, maybe married for a while with kids. What should Sabbath look like for them particularly, Father? The way that you've designed it for them, the gift that you have specially wrapped for their life, for their family. Father, would you reveal that um, to them and to us today, Father, so that we can fully embrace it and experience that rest that you have for us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was at perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue resting in the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Aloha. Aloha.